Welcome or welcome back to the She Lives Purposefully podcast. I am so thankful that you are here. Today we are talking with my husband and answering your questions, doing a little relationship Q&A. It's been about a year since he's been on the podcast and we are both just so stoked that he is going to be back on. You guys love when he's on the podcast, on Instagram, all of it, and so do we. So yeah, we're really excited for this conversation in this episode. He has been working hard and we'll talk a little bit more about it too, but he just finished his master's degree, um, which you'll of course, for sure, see more about on my personal Instagram at Meg Pam. So we are going to welcome him on. But before I do that, I just want to remind you that we are doing a new segment at the end of the episode called Dear Meg. And today, Donnie is going to join us for that segment. And Dear Meg is where you can submit any question anonymously, and I will answer it on the podcast. You can comment your questions on Spotify, which goes straight to me. It is not public. Um, or you can email Megan at SheLivesPurposefully.com. Um, so be sure to hang out till the end of the episode to hear questions from women like you or you yourself. And we'll be answering those. And those questions can range from basically any topic that you want, whether it's personal advice, something from my own life, business, you know, of course, the Lord, faith, theology, any of those things, feel free to ask those and I will answer them anonymously on Dear Meg. Also, I just want to say thank you for listening today. I am so thankful that you are here. If you do like this episode, feel free to leave a review to share this episode with your friends on social media or in your favorite group chat. You guys have been doing that and it is such a blessing. I am so floored. All of your reviews, all of your shares, listen, subscribes, it has gotten us into Spotify's top 50 religion and spirituality chart for the past eight months now. I think it was in September. I think that's eight months in September when I first saw it in the charts, which is absolutely mind boggling to me. I am so thankful. I can't even believe it. And I'm just, yeah, so thankful to you for being here, being part of this community, for listening, for sharing, for reviewing all of it. All right, friends, without further ado, let's chat with my husband, Donnie. Hi friends, and welcome to the She Lives Purposefully podcast, a place for you to be encouraged and equipped in your walk with Christ. I'm your host, Megan. Donnie, thank you so much for joining the She Lives Purposely podcast. It is my pleasure welcome. to be here. Thank yeah. you so much. Thank you. Welcome back. After one whole year, wow. you're back on the podcast. Wow. It's good yeah. to be back. Good to be back. I'm glad you're back. No. <laughs> So we are here and we're going to be answering your questions that you submitted on Instagram, just about relationships, marriage, dating, newlyweds, yeah, everything. So I'm excited. I'm excited to dive in with you. Are you ready to answer these questions? I'm ready. You're ready? Yeah. All right. Actually, before we dive in, let's tell people, I'm just thinking this now, like a little bit about where you're at in life. You <laughs> okay. are yeah. recently... Well, graduating this Sunday. This yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Talk a little bit about, like, the journey that you've been on. Yeah. So, uh, I think the last time I was on, we mentioned I was going for my Master's of Urban and Regional Planning uh, at a university around here. And, uh, praise God, I was uh, I f was able to finish it, and now I'm graduating yeah. uh, this Sunday, which is crazy to think about. It's been almost... I think it's been two and a half years since I started this program and I feel like, you know, that was fall of 2020 and I think just life has been so crazy since then. Um, 
But yeah, I'm really excited to be done. And Meg has been so supportive <laughs> and encouraging yeah. this whole time. <clears throat> During a whole relationship, even with dating, I've always, I've been in school the whole time. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's kind of crazy now to finally be graduating and step into the, like, I feel like we're stepping into another chapter yeah. of our marriage, our relationship together. So. Yeah. This is going to be the first time that we've been together, period, where you're not in school in some capacity. Yeah. Yeah. Which is crazy. That's pretty but crazy. I'm really excited. We're both really excited. Yeah. So. I'm really excited yeah. <laughs> for this new season. All right. Yeah. <clears throat> Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. All right, let's <laughs> dive in. Like, it was a super serious question. <laughs> thank you for being like, Thank you for bearing your heart. I'm like, I'm graduating. <laughs> no, it was a huge accomplishment. Yeah. A really was... big, like, it was very hard work. I'm really proud of you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. All right, let's dive in. Our first question is one that I actually got this question, asked you guys on Instagram if this is something that you wanted us to talk about. I feel like it's a really popular question. We have talked about it before on Instagram lives and maybe even in our last podcast episode. I don't know for sure, but it is one that I feel like is just so popular across the board. So we're going to get into it. How do you remain pure before getting married? So I feel like that's such a good question, such a, um, I feel like typically probably very specifically Christian question about yeah, like relationships. Yeah. 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 No, I was going to say, I think it's so countercultural, obviously to what we see around us. I think yeah. we're, the world actively encourages the opposite. Yeah. Um, so they encourage you to sleep together before you're married, um, they move in together before you're married. And then it's kind of reversal, I feel like, of how Christians do it. Like, yeah. you know, you date, you marry, and then you <laughs> consummate. Uh, yeah. So I feel like it's it's totally backwards, like, <laughs> thinking to what we see around us, which only adds to um, the challenge. Yeah. You know, because, and I think, so that's part of it. I think being in a community that actively encourages that is number one. Because um, <clears throat> if you're surrounding yourself with people who are doing, I guess, the opposite, you're you're going to start to... Um, your view on that is going to start to diminish yeah. significantly. And you're going to think, oh, it's not a big deal. Um, that's so good. So I think that's one. Um, obviously pursuing the Lord, like if that's, that's the whole reason, right? It's like, because yeah. this is the, this is the plan that God laid out for us and this is how he wants it done. Um, and this is what's right. And, but if you separate God from the equation, I think you're, you're just left with your own strength, your own will, your own you know ideas of why so yeah you need to be pursuing the lord you need to be refreshing yourself with him and his holy spirit to help strengthen you. yeah and i feel like too jumping off of that almost like tying those two things together if you are like not surrounding yourself with people who share this idea that it is important to keep yourself pure then i feel like and if you're not like seeking jesus then those ideas are really going to seep into you and it's going to be like, all right, why should I even believe what God says right. in his word? Like, why should I even believe that this is the way things, you know, quote unquote should be done or this is what God has for me. Not so much to be like really strict, but because he cares about your heart and your, you know, your being and your body and your relationships. Um, so I feel like all the more like if you're not seeking the Lord and or you're not surrounded by a community who's going to build you up in that, the opposite mentality is either going to seep in or like questions that challenge yeah. your worldview you're are setting, going to seep in. Yeah. Oh yeah. You're setting yourself up yeah. to fall. And that's the spiritual 
like, you yeah. know, the spiritual. And obviously there's the practical where it's like, yeah. you know, uh, don't stay out too late. Don't put yourself in situations where you're going to be tempted, yeah. um, you know, to, to fall. Yeah. To do that. I think that's a really good point because I feel like to everybody, not even specifically just to this question or this area, but I feel like we all think that we are stronger than we are. 100%. And so I think if you're like, oh, I can handle this. I'm going to stay out late. I'm going to have it just be us two, like on the couch watching movies. You know, like you're just like, you're setting yourself up for failure in what you are looking for. You know what I mean? Like if you are looking to remain pure, like you're setting yourself up to not do that. Right. Not to say that it's not possible for you to remain pure, but like you're just basically like inviting in temptation rather than fleeing temptation. Yeah, right. So I feel like it is that too. It's like, it's like, let's take it a step back further back from like, how do I not sin? It's like, how can I flee the temptation that's going to lead me to sin? Right. You know? Yeah. And I think that requires an honest conversation with yourself and your partner. Yeah. Uh, to be able to be like, no, I'm not strong. And oh, actually, I think I am putting myself in this situation because I want this to happen. So let's not even, I think being honest with yourself and then explaining, obviously, um, this with your significant other yeah. and making sure that they're on the same page. Um, yeah, that's big too. And seeking the Lord together. It's just, yeah, I feel like, I think, <laughs> I feel like we're gonna be saying communication a lot during this session. Yeah, probably. But this is also a, a a good spot for uh, having that communication. Yeah. So. And I think too, sometimes maybe you might feel like, oh, like, I don't know how to phrase this, but I guess sometimes we might feel like, oh, being in this certain situation feels more tempting to me, but maybe it doesn't seem like it is for the other person. And so you might feel like silly even bringing it up, but it's like, no, bring up these things. Like yeah. everybody is different and has different temptations or, you know, things that kind of triggered quote unquote, for lack of a better word, like in a sense. And so always like be honest with this other person. And you said something too in there is like making sure they're on the same page because like you want, yeah. and we'll talk about this later because this kind of goes into another question, but like you want to make sure that they also are keeping their purity and your purity in mind, like, yeah. and making sure that that's top of mind and like wanting to honor the Lord in that too. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I feel like we we're talking about this a lot, so I don't know if we're, we, we, you know, covered it comprehensively. But I feel like, two, it is good to again be in the Word and be reminding yourself of like the reason. Like this isn't just purity for purity's sake. Yeah, you know, like God instituted it this way because there are long-term consequences. I feel like to not and not that things can't be redeemed. Obviously, like for sure, you know. But I think there's a reason <clears throat> that God has it like this, where He wants yeah. us to do this wonderful thing in marriage. Yeah. So. I think that's so good is like going back to in your own life, like whether even in singleness, like whether you're in a relationship or you're not like, and even in, in marriage, like purity is so much bigger than just like hmm. having sex with somebody before you're married. You know what I mean? It's like, it's your heart. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, all of it. So, um, I feel like, oh, I totally lost my train of thought in that. Um, you're on a roll though. I know. Thank you. <laughs> I feel like I was. Um, but I guess basically, oh yes, reminding yourself of why I think is so important. And like the, like seeing the heart of God behind his commands, I think really stirs up your desire to actually obey the commands that he has because you really like, I think fall more in love with the Lord when you see, you know, he loved us first. Like you see his heart behind so many of the things he commands 
his care for us, his intentionality with us. Like yeah. you said, like consequences that can come out of not obeying him just because of the world that we live in. Mm-hmm. Um, and all of that. So yes, yeah, seeing his heart behind the why I think is so powerful and such a good motivator in that sense. But also I think it's so important. Something that you touched on is that everything like can be redeemed. So I think it's so important too, just yeah. for the person who mm-hmm. is listening, who feels like, yeah. you know, maybe you're in a yeah. current relationship or you're out of a relationship, wherever you're at, like, and let's say that you have regrets about like where your, you know, your purity or whatever. Yeah. Know that the Lord redeems and restores all things. Does that mean that there's no consequences? No, there are consequences. It's the world that we live in. That's the reality of sin. Yeah. Satan is out here to steal, kill and destroy. And like sin leads to that. Yeah. But it's also so important to know that Satan loves to like put shame on us. And we've had episodes on this and two talking about like purity and all of that in other episodes too. But I think it's so, so, so important to know that like, just because maybe you sinned in this area, like sin is sin. It's not a greater sin than another sin. Like it has different consequences maybe than some other sins do, but like the Lord loves you, repent, come to him. And like, you are made clean. You can be redeemed. You know, um, there's no, there's no shame. There's no condemnation at all. And I think that's so important to say too, because I do think the reality is as much as we're having this conversation about purity. And I think I saw a stat somewhere too, where it's like, the vast majority of people, even like including Christians, just have had sex outside of marriage. Like that's just the reality of the culture that we live in, mm-hmm. um, which is, you know, wrong biblically, but that's that's what the situation is. And so I think it's such an important message to know, like you can be forgiven. The Lord loves you so much and he doesn't hold that over you. Like once you've come to him, you know? Yeah, yeah. that's so good. Yeah. And uh, I feel like we... We really went deep with this question, so I'm sorry this is like too much. But I, this I, is a whole episode. <laughs> purity, yeah. Yeah. No, but I think that last point, just you are redeemable if you've messed up a thousand percent. Mm-hmm. Don't let Satan isolate you and condemn you and separate you off. And um, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I just I really love that. So yeah. I'm sorry if this was too much for ever no, asked that question. I I think it's good. And too, a lot of you voted that you did want us to talk about uh, this. So well, there you go. I feel like it was. <laughs> A good question to spend a lot of time okay, on. Okay, yeah, yeah. Cool. No, right. it's good. But yeah, so I feel like those are some practical things. I, I think the practical we said basically like, don't stay out late. Don't put yourself in situations where you know you're going to be tempted. Have these conversations with your partner. Lay out these boundaries out loud verbally with them. Because um, again, I think too, maybe you're on the same page. Maybe you realize that you're not on the same page and that's, <laughs> you know, an issue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, even if you are on the same page, I think it's just so good to verbally say it. So it's like almost accountability with each other. Um, I think too, okay, we're not finishing this question yet because <laughs> I feel like it's so good. Like we were talking about community, but having accountability with like your close friends, people that you trust that like That's good. are probably also in similar um, stages of life as you that can maybe sympathize with the temptation that, you know, they're not like judging you hardcore, but they are keeping you accountable to the things that you want to walk in, the things that are going to honor God, I think is, I think is really cool too, because they can be checking in, which you've given them permission to do, and you can be honest with them and you know that they're going to be checking in. So it kind of helps in that too. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's really good. Yeah. And, um, it's worth it. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, the microphone slammed on the desk. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's worth it. We're two married people. Yeah. It's worth it. Yeah.
No, for sure. Yeah. Oh, next question is, oh, we did that one. Um, how do you guys do quiet time? Do you do it alone or together? Alone. Alone. Yeah. 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 I think um, I feel like we each have our spots in the apartment where yeah. we where we like to do it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I think it's it's an alone experience. But then oftentimes we share. I think, mm -hmm. Like what you were reading or what I was reading or um, what we were thinking. Um, sometimes I see you over there like scribbling <laughs> so so diligently uh, in your little notebook. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess that's just straightforward. Yeah, I think alone, and I feel like too. Um, I remember, I feel like years ago, this was almost like a debate, like, should you have devos together? Should you not? Really? Like, yeah. In like Christian circles? Yeah. I feel like I remember that. Um, <laughs> or I know I remember that. And I'm wondering if it was just like a conversation once or if that was like a bigger <laughs> question at large. But I just would recommend, I think it can be a great thing to do devos together, like with your yeah. spouse and like read things together with your spouse. Absolutely. But I just would recommend a hundred percent not to substitute that for your quiet time alone with the Lord. Like you, especially when you're married, like, of course you become one, but like you are your own individual child of God who has your own relationship with the Lord. And so that is so, so, so important. So like definitely feel free. I think it's so beautiful. Like have that Devo time with your spouse and the Lord, but like make sure and prioritize your alone time with the Lord for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. agree with that. Yeah. Okay, next question. Um, all right, this is probably going to be the most intense question. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. So how do we improve our sex life when it's non-existent? Mm. It doesn't bother us much, but it should. Mm. Well, I feel like the last part, but it should signals some self-awareness that this is an yeah. issue yeah. and this person wants to improve that part yeah. of their marriage which is a huge part part of marriage like we were just talking about purity before mm -hmm. um i think it's a healthy integral part of marriage you know like your your sexual life with each other yeah and um yeah i feel like it starts with the conversation um, and I, yeah. obviously this is a delicate matter, so I think approaching it, approaching it <laughs> delicately, yeah. um, is very important to do. Yeah. Um, cause yeah, it's very sensitive, especially maybe there's something going on on the other end that you don't know. And it's, so I think it's a discovery process to approach your spouse and, um, yeah. ask why isn't this more something we do more or something that isn't as important to us. Yeah. Um, Again, it, it's a it's a really important part of marriage, and um, and something that God has provided for us in marriage to be enjoyed, and yeah. Um, so I don't know. It's no, I think I think that's great. And first, too, I just want to say because I did, you know, say that we were going to be talking about these things on the podcast. So I just want to thank this person for being vulnerable about yeah. that. Um, and again, say like for this person, you are not alone in that. I, I know that there are so many couples who hmm. struggle, who struggle in this area and who I feel like too maybe don't have as much of a sex life as maybe one partner wishes that they did or different things. So mm -hmm. you're not alone in this area and the Lord sees you. Mm -hmm. 
no, but yeah, thank you for your vulnerability in this. Um, and I, I loved what you said. I feel like it really does start with a conversation with your spouse, a really gentle, delicate conversation where nobody's really pointing fingers. Um, because uh, that's it, sorry, go ahead. No, just because it is such a vulnerable and intimate area. So I feel like that's, yeah, important. Yeah. I was going to say, I feel like that's half, I was going to say half of marriage, but like half of like discussing issues or arguments that you have is not pointing fingers. I yeah. think that goes like across the board, yeah. but especially in this sensitive topic and area. I just know, I feel like, but so I feel like, like you were saying, I think it's so important to talk about it with your spouse. Um, I, I think it's so important to be intentional in this area, whether or not you feel like it. Mm. And I don't know if that's controversial or not. No, because I think, like I said, it's a very important part. And you that's something that God has provided for this man and woman to be doing in marriage. I think that's even, I'm forgetting the verse right now, but where scripture does talk about like to not withhold each other from each other mm -hmm. because that does give way to temptation. Like you are married and, and you're not necessarily your own anymore. Like, and mm. that's, that's. New Testament <laughs> for you right there. Like, yeah. Yeah. No, and I think what well, you said, being intentional is really important because yeah. you can get into a rhythm where you come home from work. Yeah. You're tired. You're cooking. You, you may or may not have kids. And especially That's hard. if you have kids, you're, you're chasing them around and you're go, go, go. And then like you lay your head on the pillow you're or maybe exhausted. you just, or maybe you just want to watch TV and just kind of like, yeah. you know, disassociate, um, I yeah. think even in those moments, it's important to be like, no, this is the greater good. This, <laughs> this is something we should be doing. Yeah. Uh, this is something we should be intentional about. So no, I think that's so good. I think that there are different seasons in marriage where that can affect this area. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and so that is really difficult. So yeah, I feel like my advice would be communicate it. Well, that was, that was really something you said, but like, you know, have this conversation really gently, but also like be, be intentional in this area because it can be so easy when things are really busy or crazy to just let the days go by. But like, it, it is something that's really important. It is a gift of God. It's something that God actually created for, for his people to have within marriage. Um, and I think it's, I think it's so funny. I heard this on I, somewhere else. I think it was somebody else's podcast. Actually. I think it's so funny how pre-marriage Satan tempts us oh, so yes. much yeah, 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 yeah. with sex and, you know, Which like we're talking about with purity. intimacy. Yeah. Like tempts us so much with it. And it's like, you know, I think, especially as Christians, you're like, oh, like once we're married, we're not going to be able to have our hands off each other. Like, I'm not going to get anything done. Like, you know, whatever. And then on the flip side, like once you're married, what Satan wants to do, because he knows, you know, how powerful actually sex is yeah. as something that God created for Mary's couple. And it is powerful, but like Satan knows that and it's binding. And so what he wants to do is for us not to actually have sex and for us to not like have that desire and to kind of push it off and all of those things. So I would really encourage that. And again, like every time I, I feel like I give advice, I, I do feel like there's always the need to say different caveats to things. Like I know that there are situations where that is not possible for everybody. And there are other forms of intimacy that can be so mm -hmm. crucial and important and those things can be binding too, but I I just would really emphasize imp intimacy. Um, I, I just yeah, it's really important. Yeah.
Yeah, it sounds like the tone of this question is kind of like a nonchalant, like an indifference to the sex life. Yeah. So just, we're answering it in that yes. context. Yeah. It's just important to note. Yeah. 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 So I think that's the answer, the answer on that one. Yeah. We have one more question. Okay. One more question. Um, and this question says, or asks, what is something you do consistently to help your relationship in marriage? I was thinking about this and the one thing that came to mind, which is so like small, but I feel like I heard this advice pre-marriage and I've just realized it's something that we do is we always kiss each other goodbye. Like when you're going to work or we're going somewhere, like we have our desks set up in the office too, cause he's like hybrid or whatever. And I feel like even if I'm going to like the chiropractor for 20 minutes, like he'll get up from work and we'll like kiss each other. like. Like every single time and I I feel like um, That's something consistent and I think to just the intentionality with each other in that way Yeah, is something that we are really consistent in and I think both something of, small but both yeah. of our love languages is physical touch No, yeah, <laughs> no, I feel like you no. <laughs> don't, don't. It has gone up there, but I think when that's we've... not my love language. That's not my main one so there's five, right? <laughs> there's uh, physical touch, words of affirmation, acts of service, um, gifts, and quality time. Yeah. Meg's love languages are all five. They're all at number one. They're all at number one. <laughs> no, it's so it's words of affirmation, and then acts of service, and what is it? Um, acts of service and something else are up there. It might be gifts. And then previously, it was like quality time, and then physical touch was like the lowest. Over time, boop, 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 boop. they're all like basically <laughs> equal, yeah. But yeah, so all I'm saying is... I need all forms of love <laughs> at all times. <laughs> what I'm saying is that some people may not be physical touch people. Yeah. So like that kissing thing's like, we, we don't do that. Or it's like, but that yeah. doesn't mean, obviously, there aren't ways that you could show that yeah. love to each other. Um, I feel like that's just something... That's Personally, is what, you know, that's that's something we experience. Yeah. Um, I thought I, I had something to say, and I totally forget it. I think, too, something else that I would say is, um, and this isn't really something like we talked about that we necessarily do together, but I do think consistently seeking the Lord on your own is something that is going to help your relationship, um, whether you're dating or you are married or, you know, any relationship that you have, really, because it's going to change you from the inside out um and to just the lord is so cool to be able to work things in your heart before you ever knew you needed them change you give you discernment all the things so i feel like that is something that we both do you know consistently that's so important um and that's not necessarily something that we do again together but it's something that absolutely impacts our marriage and that's really important for sure um i was gonna say one other thing is um, it's like you're aware that your spouse really likes something. Do that thing for them, you know. Like, um, like you, you love flowers. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I feel like you just your your face lights up. Yeah. Um, and then every time I do, I'm like, I need to do this more. <laughs> 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 um, but things like that, I feel like just you know, you do those things for me. The things you know, like things that you know the other person loves. It's Kind of with that, like knowing what your partner actually does like, not just showing them love in a way that you would want it, but like really studying that person and knowing like this is how they receive love. And so this is how I'm going to 
give that to them. I think it's great. I think another thing that we do consistently, and I don't know if this is common or uncommon, but I love it for us, is that we really go to bed and wake up like at the same time, at least especially going to bed, we make a point too. Yeah. You're really, so we were talking about my master's earlier. Yeah. Meg has been really, really on this uh, because I've been having to stay up kind of late to like work on things and she'll fall asleep on the couch right yeah. while I'm over here <laughs> working because she really, that's, so like, yeah, that is something that, yeah. um, I don't even know if that helps necessarily build the marriage, but I just, I really love that we do that. To me, it feels intimate, um, literally going to bed and waking up together just feels very in sync and in unison and intimate and like, you're just on the same page. And of course, like I'm not at all trying to say that that's a necessary thing. People have different schedules, different people uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. work night shifts, kids, all of it. But that's just something that we're doing in this season, at least that I really like and feel connected in. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that was just a fun thing that I thought of, I feel like. <laughs> yeah, anything else that you can think of? Like, consistent things that we do to help our relationship in marriage. I just thought of another, another thing. It. I do feel like um, something that we've been doing more lately, which I think is so important, is is are those check-ins and even, like, emotional check-ins and, and things like that, like, seeing where the other person is at. And even if that looks like just taking time after work or whatever to be like, how was your day? Tell me about your day. Like different things that like, um, you know, I think sound silly, but actually taking the time to be like phone free even and just like totally dedicate that time to this person that you is your life partner, I think, I think is good. But yeah, like emotional check-ins and just check-ins in general, I think, I feel like we've done a pretty good job at yeah. doing that. I think so too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Cool. All right. Well, that is all of the questions that we will be answering today on this episode of the She Lives Purposely podcast with Donnie. Donnie, thank you so much for coming on the thank podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I, I'll, I'll catch you uh, next year. No. Yeah, literally next year. <laughs> I totally lied, actually, because I forgot. Um, it's a newer thing that we've been doing on the podcast, and I completely got forgot to say that it is time now for Dear Meg. All right, so Dear Meg is a segment where you ask any question, I answer it anonymously, so your name is never answered. So basically a lot like what we did today, but it's just one question, and it can be related to anything. So it can be spiritual, theological, it can be about like my personal life, habits, business, whatever it is. So today we're going to be answering this Dear Meg together. Sounds good. All right, so the question is... How do you know what to read next in the Bible? How do you know what to read next in the Bible? I have an answer for this, but if you have something in mind. Yeah, I feel like we're both doing things chronologically right now. Kind of. And yeah, and um, so I think in that sense it's kind of easy. Um, but if you, obviously you don't have to do that, you can hop around. And I think the approach I was taking before I was on this Bible reading plan has been to be like, oh, you know what? I, I don't think I've read that book before. Or, you know, like, um, I've been hearing a lot about Ephesians lately. Let's, I'm just going to read Ephesians. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, I think that's good. Yeah, so right now I am 
listening to the Bible chronologically with the Dwell app, which you can get a discount for in the link in my bio. I don't get anything from it, but there is a discount for you in that. I actually love it. I'll do it while I'm like stretching sometimes or getting ready and I listen chronologically. Donnie can attest. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but also... I feel like, and it kind of is jumping off of what you said, like you're reading through chronologically. I think it's really good to have a Bible reading plan. Um, so whether that's chronologically, whatever it might be, where there's kind of a guide that you're going through. I think I also do a lot of the same where I'm just like, all right, like I haven't read this one in a while or like somebody mentioned this book in a, in a sermon and I really want to read it again or something like that. Um, so I feel like that's another way to know what to read next. But having a Bible reading plan, I think is so helpful. And actually in our She Lives Purposefully bonus content subscription, we do have Bible reading plans. So a quick plug for that. Um, so you have something to read literally every single day of since it started, like it's basically going to be 365 days of updated Bible reading plans for you. Um, so definitely check that out. But yeah, I feel like having a Bible reading plan in general is, is really good. Yeah. 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 I think it's, I think it's great, but yeah, going through chronologically, um, I think too, for myself, sometimes I like to do Old Testament, New Testament back mm. and forth <laughs> to get a mix of both. Spice it up. Definitely lean more New Testament, but <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I do actually love the Old Testament a lot. Anyway, yeah, yeah I yeah. feel like mixing it up back and forth that way. Yeah. Yeah. So that would be our advice. Thank you for submitting that question. If you have any other questions, please feel free to submit them. You can email them to megan at shelivespurposefully.com. You can also comment in on Spotify. They'll go directly to me. They're not publicized, but you can ask questions in that way as well. But yeah, that's our segment of Dear Meg. All right, friends, that is the end of today's episode. You can catch the rest of the questions that we answer in our Q&A, questions about relationships, about marriage, um, just some really, really powerful and good ones in tomorrow's bonus subscriber podcast episode. I will leave the link for you to sign up to become a Sheila's Purposefully bonus content subscriber where you get access to weekly bonus podcast episodes. You get all of the digital Bible studies for free, a shop code, Bible reading plans, all the good stuff. So go ahead and check that out and listen to the rest of the questions that Donnie and I answer. And I hope that you just felt more equipped in your walk with Christ, in your relationships from this episode. Let me know what your thoughts were in DMs via email. And if you think that Donnie should come back on the podcast sometime soon. All right, friend, as I wrap up, I, if you did like this podcast episode, be sure to leave a review and share it with your friends in your go-to group chat or on social media. Doing this helps the podcast to reach new women in their walk with Christ to encourage and equip them and helps the podcast to grow so much. Do not miss next week's episode. It's just going to be full of pure encouragement. And as a subscriber, you will also get, of course, tomorrow's episode with continuing my conversation with Donnie and next week, my no stress Christian nighttime routines. But be sure to leave a review, share this episode with your friends, and of course, binge the rest of any missed Sheila's Purposely podcast episodes. Friend, have a fantastic rest of your day. Live purposefully, live for Jesus. Love you, friend.